Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. You know who that is. That's Carlos Santana, Michelle Branch, Game of Love. This is a guy who's still searching for that perfect note. I'm searching for that perfect use of the scalpel as a surgeon. That perfect slice of salmon, of lox. And nobody appreciates it better than my guest, the great Micah Wexler. Micah, I want to ask you a question. The whole concept that food can be paired. You know, we learn all about, oh, you have to have red wine with meat and white wine with fish. And then you can have sugar and cinnamon and you can have peanut butter and jelly. And they bring out, I was, I remember in Paris, and I went to this amazing restaurant where the dessert was creme brulee that was pistachio flavored with a layer of Valrona chocolate on top of this pistachio creme brulee. And I remember saying, You're killing wow, me. That was great. chocolate and pistachio. <laughs> and then in Italy, I sculpt, and I'm in the mountains of Italy, and I get a home-cooked meal by the man who owns the studio's wife, and for the first time, I have pesto on pizza. Not tomato sauce, but pesto is the sauce. I'm, the whole idea of matching things up, what, what, how do you feel about that in terms of the ingredient is key, making the perfect ingredient, the perfect salmon, but talk to me about, teach me a little bit about pairing food in a meal. Well, look, I mean, I think, first of all, like you said, the, there, there's no question, <clears throat> everything starts with ingredients, right? I mean, the, the search that we go on as a, as a restaurant, <clears throat> and also myself as, as just an individual, for sourcing the best ingredients, knowing where they're from, how they're raised, how they're grown, everything that goes into it, is, is not just a passion and a joy, but it's, it's sort of the foundation of everything. But, mm -hmm. you know, I, I always think about ingredient pairing, whether it's, you know, food and beverage, like you said, or just food items. There's sort of two categories, okay? There's category number one, which is a lot of fluff, okay? The, the, the and a lot of rules that people have made up over the year. The idea that, oh, you can only drink this wine with this fish or with this meat or whatever it is. I, I think that a lot of that should be should be thrown out of the window. I break those kind of rules all the time, and I'm Good. always fascinated by wow, this this actually these two things that the rule says aren't supposed to go together are actually really beautiful, and I, and I really enjoy them. Mm. But that being said, I think in the second category there are the true pairings that when you taste these things and you have these two things together or these three things together. They sing in such a way and have such a harmony to them that it just it takes you to the next level. And you're like, wow, this is this is an unbelievable taste experience that I'm having right now. And those hmm. when when those things come together, they're they're really incredible. And there are some classics that are there, and then there's some you know I I love sometimes whether it's my cooking or I'm at a at a restaurant or a friend or whatever it is. And I have something and I think to myself, I, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever had those two things together like that. And it can often go the wrong direction. But when it goes the right direction, you're like, wow, I never would have thought to put that together. But mm. that's just next level delicious. That's really special. Wow. It's just inspiring to, to listen to you talk. Forget that you're in the food business, but you could be in any business. The confidence. But to some extent... The fact that probably people along the way told you, you can't do this. 
just like Tim Salmon not getting drafted, just like Michael Jordan not making his high school basketball team. You know, you go on and you almost need a chip on your shoulder to push you forward. Do you feel that you got that chip on your shoulder in the beginning to, that kind of launched you? Yeah, there's, there's, there's no question. I mean, I'm, I'm a big, big believer in the chip on your shoulder, really, you know, being your gas. Um, and look, when, when I started in this business, you know, kitchens were, were a very different place. I always describe them as sort of the last, one of the last places to be modernized into today's world of, you know, more, some, some more rules and more, more HR and being more conscious and everything. But when I started in kitchens, they were they were still the wild west and and anything went and they were tough places so you come in there mm-hmm. as you know a 15 year old kid and no nobody's being nice to you on day 1 nobody's welcoming <laughs> you and being like oh this is great right everybody's just looking at you as uh this is this is this is a pain i why, why do i have to show this kid he's slow he doesn't know anything he doesn't know what i'm talking about he doesn't know how to handle a knife let alone a vegetable peeler like this is this is a waste of my time, right? So it's a, it can be a brutal place. Um, and I, I remember even, you know, being, I was probably 16 or so working for Gino Angelini and, and who is one of my very close mentors and friends now. But man, if the guy didn't push on me, I mean, he was, he, he was just after me every day, made it, made it miserable sometimes, you know, he'd scream and yell at me and everything. But, and that is from a very early stage. I remember, um, I remember actually when I was working at Spago, it was, it was soon after college and it was the hardest restaurant that I had ever worked in because they were, you know, expecting this high, high level of execution wow. and a number of covers that I had never experienced before, right? It's one wow. thing to do, you know, high level tasting menu food when you're serving 80 people. It's another thing when you're serving 500. Wow. Uh, and it was wow. such a tough environment to work on. And I remember, all the time in my head, I would be telling myself, this isn't going to be the restaurant that beats me. I got to, I got to, I got to mm. be able to do this. I got to be able to make this happen. Um, and it was definitely, it was that, it was that chip on my shoulder that had to use it to, to try and push all the time. You know, Micah, it is such a pleasure to talk to you because the true path of life starts with passion and the trip of a thousand miles begins with the first step. You are far along the path right now. And I got to tell you, it's the passion in your voice that we can taste in the food that you create. I want to thank you so much for joining us. It's such a pleasure to meet you on the radio. Uh, it was it was my pleasure too, man. I had a great time, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll talk to you anytime. It was really a lot of fun. <laughs> okay, young man, have a good day today. Thanks so much. That's the great Michael Wexler from Wexler's Deli. Check it out. You can pick up stuff. I got the stuff sent to me. Those bagels, the cream cheese that they make. I didn't even ask him about the cream cheese. The locks. Oh my God. It's a, it's a, a pleasure to have it in Los Angeles. Holy emoji, Clap Man. Weekend Warriors on Facebook. Holy slip disc. That's right, Robin. Hear listeners talk about their aches and pains. Holy hamstrings. Along with Doc's Clapper vision. Breathe deeply. And advice to callers. On your toes, Robin. So like, follow, and enjoy. A wise decision. The Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Frankly, I can think of nothing more stimulating. 